I done been around the world, ain't nobody else That could do it like us with nobody help when the chips about to fall and I back against the wild, no, it's only one place I What is going on, everybody? My name is Christian Payne, and welcome to Macro Mentality. We are on the 10th episode of Macro Mentality, and we are moving right along. Uh, shameless plug here, just dropped a new website, painfitphysiques.com. If you get a chance, go check it out. Um, I'll be uploading content to there also. I haven't figured out what system I want to use yet as far as, as, far as if we're going to do weekly, bi-weekly, if I'm going to do blogs, videos. Um, so I haven't really figured that out yet. Um, if, you know, if you go check it out and you have some suggestions, you can head over to Instagram, drop me a DM, C underscore pain fit, um, and just let me know what you think. So we're going to jump right into today's episode. Um, and what we're going to talk about is macro tracking better or is a design plan better and uh really from my perspective i just kind of think it depends on the individual and how they perceive the pros and cons of what macro tracking is and what a design plan is um, i think it just all comes down to mindset when you really think about it some people or coaches can be really die hard one way or the other some coaches are really really macro based and they despise set plans and other coaches are really really like set plan based and they despise macros and they each have their valid reasons for why they don't like you know one or the other I, I, some people or coaches don't like macro tracking because they feel like that it gives the client too much freedom and that they make a lot of choices that aren't conducive to them being able to consistently keep their metabolisms up and be able to lose weight and some people despise design plans because they feel like it leads to burnout a lot quicker and you're not really teaching the client how to have um, a sustainable eating style that they can maintain their weight on once they reach their goal because when you're macro tracking you do have a little bit more food freedom and you are able to make you know whatever food choices that you really want to make but even when you're doing that you still have to create a pretty nutritious diet overall because we're still trying to create healthy bodies and we are still trying to get the the metabolism to respond consistently to how we want it to respond so you still have to be mindful of what you're eating a lot of coaches or people believe in like an 80 20 rule when you're doing macro tracking so 80 percent of the time you're eating really really you know you're eating good nutritious foods um, that are going to nourish your body keep the metabolism going satisfy hunger that kind of thing control insulin levels and then the other 20 percent you know if you want to eat a cookie or you know have a, a slice of pizza or a couple beers it's okay to do that the issue that you have with that is that typically people will take 80-20 and turn it into 70-30 or 60-40. And it's, and it's really hard to get them to understand that 80-20 isn't a daily thing if you really think about it. It's more or less like over the course of a week. So in a week, I had, you know, while on my plan, and I added into my macros, you know, three slices of pizza throughout the week. Whereas some people would be like, oh, yeah, throughout the day, I added in three slices of pizza. And it's like, well, man, like that's a lot of fat. Like there's no way you controlled your macros <laughs> properly with eating that much pizza. Like you definitely went over on your fats or your or your carbs that day um, because, you know, that's, that's just a lot of it. So 
it's just really getting people to understand this is what you're going to get when you macro track versus this is what you're going to get when you do a design plan and i think the big thing for macros for me is we have to erase a lot of the fallacies that you can just eat whatever it is that you want to eat because then you have people out here eating a bunch of sugar and a bunch of processed foods and yes they may be getting results along the way but are we really creating a, a, a healthier body Yes, we aren't burning out as quick, but are we learning the proper way to nourish our bodies um, and to keep them functioning properly and, as, and at, at, a, at a high capacity at the same time? Another positive with macro tracking is it's easier to advance to intuitive eating. So it's easier to get to the point to where you aren't tracking macros. There is no good foods, there is no bad foods. Um, and overall, or there's really, I won't say there's no good food or no bad foods. Really, realistically, there is no good or bad foods. Like there are foods that are going to be like really healthy for you to eat all the time. And there's gonna be foods that you wanna eat in moderation, but it, you know, there is no like bad food for you necessarily speaking um, but anyways with intuitive eating you know your kind of your relationship with food changes a little bit be, you know because you don't have to track your macros you are eating more based off of satiety and 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 portion control tracking macros allows for you to learn those portions a lot easier and allows for you to understand what's in your foods a lot easier because when you track macros it involves a lot of label reading so one of the downsides I find the macro tracking when, work, when working with clients is that a lot of them don't meal prep when they're doing macro tracking. They want to eat day to day and they want to eat as they're going throughout the day. Uh, and so that leads to having to figure out what to eat all the time. And when you're figuring out what to eat all the time, you're more likely to make a lot of bad choices or choices that aren't going to be conducive to, the, to what your goals are because you have no plan in place. So you're just kind of winging it every single day. Um, you also have to make sure that you're tracking either ahead of time or as you go throughout the day. And so that means that you're either pulling out your phone or pulling out your notebook. Let's be real, most people are using apps now. So you're pulling out your phone, you're going into your app, and every time you eat something, you're having to track it. And that becomes monotonous also, because now every single item of food I put in my mouth, if it's not repeated in that app, I have to go and search for it, I have to figure out what the amount is. And so that becomes very, very time consuming also for a lot of people. So that makes it for hard for them to stay on track and stay consistent um, in the direction that they need to be headed towards achieving the goal that they want to achieve. So basically with macro tracking, falling off could be a lot more prominent with the macro tracking because of the fact that people aren't taking the time to do it properly and they're just wanting to wing it. When you're looking at a set plan, I think a big factor is the is that there's less thinking involved on the part of the client. All they have to do is just follow the plan that is put in place. Not only does that make it easier for the client, I think that helps the coach out a lot too because if you're having any issues with like digestion or anything like that, it's easier to pinpoint it because your client isn't eating uh, all these different foods and they are, you know exactly what they're taking in as long as they're following the plan. So process of elimination becomes easier uh, when you're looking at that for me personally i think that that's the biggest pro of a set plan is that there's no thinking involved i know for me personally 
when I'm working with a coach, I prefer to have set plans over tracking macros. I don't really want to think about it, but I'm also a creature of habit, so I don't mind eating the same thing every single day. So, so that doesn't really bother me at all. I'm more of a person where I, I'm streamlined towards the goal. I just want to get to what the goal is and keep moving along. But for some people, that leads to burning out extremely fast because you are eating the same foods all the time. Um, especially if you work with a coach that doesn't switch your foods out or change the foods around for you, you're constantly eating the same thing over and over again. I know with my clients, what I do is, is that I send out their, if they do a set plan, I send out a set plan, but then attached to that set plan, I also attach the macros to it. So that way it's, if they want to switch the foods out, they can switch the foods out. And I teach them how to do that. So that, that way they kind of have the best of both worlds. They have their macros and they have their set plan. And I think that helps a lot with them just adhering overall. Because most of the time you aren't learning how to track, which creates less confidence in breaking away from the plan um, and being able to make the, the right choices or, or the best choices for you and what your goals are. You know, and, and lastly, it can seem hard to be creative uh, when you're on a set plan because you feel so restricted. So you feel like you can't use certain condiments or you can't use certain seasonings because it's just going to throw everything off. Uh, that's why I'm not a, I'm not a huge proponent of doing just strict set plans. I think that you kind of have to give the clients the macros if you really want them to learn the best style to eat. And that's when you're looking at lifestyle clients. Lifestyle clients, you have to teach them the best way for them to eat while also allowing for them to have a little bit of food freedom and not feeling so restricted. I think it really does help a lot with the adherence. Now, of course, when you're looking at bodybuilding clients, bodybuilding clients or show clients, there is a, I'm not going to say that they have to specifically follow a set plan. If they're, whether they're doing a set plan or macros, there, there, it's just an under natural or general understanding that we need to be taking in healthy foods and our meal timing needs to be a certain way, you know, X, Y, and Z between bodybuilding clients and lifestyle clients, you're looking at two different groups of people. Um, you're looking at with lifestyle clients, you're looking for people who are still wanting to maintain um, a normal life. They're wanting their nutrition and their, their fitness to fit their lifestyle. They're not wanting their lifestyle to fit their fitness and nutrition. And with show clients, they're looking to do the extreme. And that's the whole thing that people really have to understand about show clients is show clients are going to the extreme. I mean, we're trying to get as shredded as possible before we step on stage. So the expectation has to be different for show clients and it has to be different for lifestyle clients. You can't put a show client's belief system on a lifestyle client. It's just not going to work for that client because their mindset is not the extreme. So here's the thing, guys, whether you are doing macro tracking or whether you're doing a, you know, a pre-designed set plan, you have to be creative with either one of those. Um, and because that's how you are going to prevent burnout is, is by being as creative as possible with your cooking. Um, if you, it, it depends upon who your coach is. I know I let my clients kind of have uh, a little bit of freedom on what condiments they want to use, um, on what seasonings they want to use if they're lifestyle clients. So I give them that a little bit of that freedom just to help reduce 
the burnout from feeling like you have to eat plain chicken or, you know, just plain fish or whatever the case may be, because that's not realistic for them at all. Uh, even if you're tracking macros, your food selection for the most part still needs to be nutritious. You know, some people like to use an 80-20 rule. I prefer a 90-10 rule because I feel like just by human nature, when you put rules in place, people tend to want to break them a little bit. So I like to set the bar a little bit higher because I figure that you're going to naturally break the rules anyways. And so therefore, we probably end up down to an 80-20 at the end of the day anyways. Once again, this is fitting for lifestyle clients, not show clients. Show clients, we're 100% all the time we i don't want a lot of room for error at all I, I want you on target here's the biggest takeaway from this whole entire thing okay to be successful at either of these you have to meal prep and that is the biggest thing that i could put out there for everybody whether you're tracking macros or whether you're on a set plan you have to prep ahead of time especially if you're doing macro tracking prepping ahead of time is going to make your life so much easier prep ahead of time and once you're done prepping your meals put the macros into the app that you're using that way you know day to day how much room you have for additional foods that you might want to eat or switch out for. Do doing this day-to-day -day macro tracking thing, it just doesn't work. It's it's a it's a recipe for disaster or for failure because you aren't there's you're just all over the place. And when you're all over the place, it just leads to making decisions that aren't going to be the best decisions for you to possibly make. So no matter if you're macro tracking, no matter if you're on a set plan, you have to meal prep. What's the saying? Um, Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Basically, which plan do I think is better? I think, like I said earlier, I think it depends on the individual. I think it depends on their mindset. I think it depends on what their goals are and what's going to allow for them to hear, adhere the best uh, and, and get to the goal that they want to get to and sustain it. And everybody's going to be different about how they want to go about it. See which one you like better and which, whichever one you like better and you feel like you can adhere to the most, that's probably the one that you should do. That's all I got for you guys. As always, until next world, time. nobody else that could do it like us with nobody help. When the chips about to fall and I back against the wild, no, it's only one place I call. Wild Rose League, home, home.